Hi guys! Hello, hello! Hi guys! What is going on? It's your girl Alondra, and I am back with another video. I'm really excited because this one is at night, and I never really do these uh, episodes at night because I. I normally have the most energy in the morning, and if you know, you know that I wake up at 5, 5.30, I go straight to the gym, I take care of what I need to do, um, I'm an early bird, so I do get to get that worm first, so I'm not a night owl, the most I'll stay past is probably like 11 or 12, but anyways, um, yeah, so it is 7.45, today was like a very busy day, um, it was a beautiful day at church. Um, it was, it was very, uh, intentional and motivating. Um, but <sighs> I just want to thank you for coming back to this podcast. Um, God is very, very proud of you if you have came in, what, episode number seven now. Uh, it is such a privilege to be here because there's so many different opportunities that have came up that would have took me away from this but this has my heart this is like how I communicate with you guys and um before we keep going I want to read a a, a review real quick um and uh, the only reason why I'm reading this review because I only have two reviews on Apple Podcasts which is like beautiful because like <laughs> These reviews be getting to me sometimes, um, especially the ones that are like, you know, into detail. But this one was from Wednesday. I'm not sure like who this person is, but I think I have an idea on who it is. Um, but it says, thank you so much for starting this podcast and sharing your testimony and allowing yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit. You have made me cry and laugh at the same time. And I know you mentioned a lot that you hope this episode wasn't long. And I'm here to tell you it's not <laughs> long. I listened to two episodes back to back and I love it. Um, the person's name is actually Daisy. It says it at the top, right? Um, her name is Daisy M. Um, and I am so, so like full of gratitude just because like there is some times where I don't feel like, you know, I said enough. And then there's other times where I'm just like, wow, did I just like blabber on? So like reviews like this definitely like motivate me and encourage me. Um, you actually gave me the motivation to make today's episode because I was going to postpone it to like Wednesday. And then I was just like, you know what, like, she deserves to hear what God has to say. And if she's this eager and excited to hear me talk, that's this is the least I can do, you know. Um, that's the reason why I'm doing this, whether it affects one person or, you know, 300 people, that one person was still affected. And I, I appreciate you, Daisy, so, so much. Um, if you could just reach out to me so we can talk a little bit more, that would be great. I would love to pray for you. Um but yeah, I am meant to help you through your generational curse breaker. We are breaking chains over here, okay? And over there too. So just make sure that you really tune in and, you know, use other forms of getting to, I mean, getting closer to God, such as the word, the word, the word. The word is so important. That's literally how you're going to make it through. That's literally how you're going to just feel God's presence more and more as, you know, we get closer and closer. Um, to that time 
Um, okay, so for today's episode, today's episode has to do with singlehood. Um, a lot of us have been stuck in the single stage phase season for a couple of years now or even months. Um, so I know it, it, it could get like very, very hard. Um, I'm going to pull up my notes on this. Um, I know that it can get very, very hard just because like we want something specific. You know, we set these this high standard uh, for how we want things to be. It's just, you know, it doesn't always work out in that way. And I think that we, we get sad, um, we get disappointed and we get discouraged and all that. Um, so we start to follow what God has to say and, you know. Go and make things about us and not seeing, like, the bigger picture. Um, But before we get into all of this, um, I just want to pray real quick. uh, Just because there's a lot of things that are going to be said here. And it's probably going to... You're going to get freedom from this because you're going to be able to think about things in a different perspective compared to what you would have had beforehand. Um, so I just want to make sure that we are good. So we start in prayer, we end in prayer because that's what seals this. Okay. Amen. Amen. Okay, cool. Um, all right. Bow your head if you can. If not, just pull over and just bow your head still. It's like, no, I'm kidding. Um, okay. All right. So Father God, we just thank you. We just thank you for allowing us to be here together right now. Uh, We thank you for this platform because without this platform, we wouldn't be able to have revelation. We wouldn't be able to have some type of discernment. We wouldn't be able to have gained some type of wisdom. Um, You know, Alondra has gained some wisdom, but Alondra still needs some wisdom. So as much as uh, the other person listening to this podcast gains that wisdom, I also receive that wisdom because I am praying with them and I am praying for them and when we think about we think less about ourselves that's when you come and bless us more and give us the wisdom the knowledge the courage and the boldness so I just thank you for all of that I thank you for allowing me to just pour into these women or even men that are listening to this podcast because there's so many other things that have been trying to get in the way that won't allow them to listen to it but I I, I hear you and I am going to continue to be your vessel Father God and I pray that the other person listening to this podcast on the other side um sees that other people need to know about Jesus um Jesus is love Jesus is peace Jesus is lightness Jesus is our great greatest blessing of all you know he gave up his life for our sins um God is Jesus Jesus is God like we how much more do we want you know um we just pray that well i just pray that we walk in your favor we walk in obedience because when we walk in obedience we receive god's faithfulness and his favor um and that godly favor is contagious so if i'm sitting here you know telling you guys about god and being obedient to what god wants me to um to do i get blessed as long i Oh my gosh. 
I get blessed, but so do you guys. And you guys bless me back with the reviews, with the comments, with the encouragement, with the likes, with the shares, with the with the everything. Like we just appreciate you, God. Um, I pray that you open up our eyes. Um, I pray that you just give us clarity and you give us a sense of peace. Um, and that whatever is said in this podcast, it is only Holy Spirit driven. Um, this podcast is not mine. It is yours, completely yours. And I am just your vessel. We love you. We honor you. We praise you. And we just pray that our significant other is well taken care of, that you just show up in their life. Um, and because this episode is based on singlehood, just allow us to know that better things are coming, that it's going to be okay, that the loneliness is only temporary. And technically, we're not alone. We're always with you. And you bring that love, that peace, and that just wholesome love that we all need prior to getting somebody else physically in the name of jesus we pray amen (coughs) okay so let's get to it so what is going on it's a girl alondra we were winding it real quick um so why are we single why are we single have you ever asked yourself why am i single like a legitimate question there's times like, yeah, why am I single, bro? Like, I could be out with a man, you know, doing this, doing that. But is it valuable? Is it actually valuable to hang out with that person that you want so bad, knowing that that person is not for you? You see their potential. You see their potential. But you cannot fall in love with potential. You cannot fall in love with potential because that is like a... A fantasy that you have in your head about a person that can potentially be like that. That can potentially change. That can potentially just be that person that you want to mold them into. But you don't understand that falling in love with a potential can get you to kind of like rock bottom. Because like falling in love with that potential. How do I say this without? It's like you're setting, you're setting yourself, you're setting that person into a higher standard that you can't even reach. Sometimes. Okay? So, when we sit here and we talk about, like, oh, he has the potential to be like this, or she has the potential to be like this, I know it. Um, if I just work with them a little bit more and tell them about God and help them um, figure out their life and give them money and all this, they could potentially become that person that I want. But how exhausting is that? How exhausting is it to sit here and like pour into someone, pour into someone, pour into someone, and then your cup is getting drier and drier and lower and lower and lower while their cup is getting filled all the way because you're pouring so much into them. It's not wrong to help people, to help those people that you like love so much and want a future with. It's more of them taking advantage and not seeing the true value behind it it's like kind of you're like enabling them in a way um and i've done it i've done it so many times before and i'm just like why did i sit here and do that why did i sit here and give someone like a man money to stay home when he could be working why did i sit here and cook for this man countless times when that's not even my man 
like you just have to you just have to stop falling in love with fantasies. That potential is not real. Those actions are just there because he's going to benefit from it at some point. Okay? Okay, cool. So, temptation. Temptation's another one. It's like we have that lustful desires to be with someone. Um, You're listening to this type of music that's like talking about all this crazy sexual things. And then you wonder why you want to see that person and do these crazy things with them. Not realizing that that's a lustful spirit that's just taking advantage of you, doing whatever he wants with you. It's like you're a, you're a puppet to him, to them. And they're just doing whatever they want with you, you know, taking you from relationship to relationship. Now you're sitting here getting all these STDs, you know, you're getting pregnant by the wrong man. You're just doing all these different things, all because of temptation, all because you let your feelings, your temporary feelings get in the way of what God really has for you. Um, There was a time where it's just like, for me, I knew that God wanted better for me but I just kept going back to my old ways like I kept going back to other guys that I'm just like okay well they had that potential they had the potential (laughs) they had the potential to be better like I knew that if like if only they they would like go to the church go to church more go to the gym more eat more if like they would treat people better than how like I seen them treat people it was just like, oh my God, like you can be an amazing person. But that's not my place. But that's not my place. Anyway, so back to temptation. Temptation has gotten me so many times. It's like the the feeling of wanting to be loved by someone. It, like it wouldn't, it didn't matter to me who it was. Like obviously, yeah, it mattered. No? Let me not say that. <laughs> I don't just sit here and show anybody. Like it had to be like a handsome man. Everybody's like Alondra. Like your type is pretty boys. Your type is pretty boys. Boys that know how to dress. Boys that know how to do this, that, and that. Like pretty boys. And I'm like, I just can't help it. Like I just, that's just like my type. But them pretty boys, idios mio. It was like time for me to just take a step back lock myself up for a little bit and just give my life to Jesus and just surrender more and more of my time towards him because it was getting to the point where I was getting so drained from giving men attention and it wasn't like back to back it was like there was some time in between but I was like still constantly like I don't know giving advice to a man making somebody feel good you know just making sure that they were okay but nobody was really making sure that I was okay so the temptation really does get to you because it just kind of lowers your self-esteem, lowers your confidence, and it makes you think that you need somebody else in order to feel good. So, yeah. All right, so let's bring it up to social media. So, social media, we all know social media isn't real. Okay, but if you didn't know that, now you know. Social media isn't real! Sorry, guys. I just really had to say that like that. Um, social media is full of people that try to pretend to be somebody that they're not. I can't even tell you how many times, like, I've met people in person, and I'm just like, oh my god, you are not the person I thought you were on social media. Like, it's just, like, stuck up, uh, full of themselves, selfish, and, but on social media, it, it felt like, wow, like, you seem like such a nice person, you seem genuine and all of this, but then when you start to get to know people, it's like they have to put up a front in order for people, for people to like them. 
And that's the problem. It's like, social media is so fake. So, when all these, like, people try to make themselves look good on social media, and then you fall in love with that person that you met on social media, you met him, you meet them in person, it's just like, okay, you're not the person I thought you were. So, that's another reason. Why are we single? Why are we single? Because we're sitting here looking at social media, looking at their page. We're literally, like, sitting here judging them before we even follow them. Oh, let me look through that person's page. Okay, this person, okay, he likes to be outside, um, he, he likes to go out clubbing and he'd be taking pictures with women. Okay, well, I might follow him because then I get to go out and eat for free and get drinks for free and go places for free. Because that's actually some women's mentality. That's actually some women's mentality to sit here. Okay, he does this, he does that. I might benefit from this. Let me follow him back. And then there's other women where it's just like, or men, honestly, it'd be both ways, um, where they look at somebody's Instagram and be like, oh, they have kids. And I'm a firm believer that if I didn't have kids, I probably would have found my so-called husband a long time ago. But because my Instagram shows pictures of my kids, videos of my kids, of how I do life and what I, like, you know, who am I about... I feel like that intimidates men because it, they see like, oh, she does all of these different things. Like, how can I keep up with that? How can I add to that? Why, why does she need a man? Because men do think like that, too. Or the other thought is just like, oh, she has two kids. I don't want to be a stepdad or I don't want to sit here and have baby daddy drama. Like, why are you thinking like that? That's how I know that man is not for me. Okay, that's one, all right? But social media, it's like we look at their page, we judge off of their page, and based on the numbers, like, people buy their followers. People sit here and, like, follow all these pages and then unfollow them to get their followers up while they sit here and unfollow everybody else. People sit here and just do things that is, like, so out of the ordinary, (laughs) let me not try to judge but out of the ordinary to to get seen to be seen and i just like social media is not it okay social media is not it like god knows my heart god knows that i want to i don't know go to target or go to the grocery store and then next thing you know i look up and i'm like wow he's so handsome please look at me please look at me please look at me and then i turn to the side and he's right there looking at me and i'm like did god send you And he's like, yeah, that is so ridiculous. (laughs) That is so ridiculous. But you just like never know. I've always like, I don't, somebody told me that love at first sight isn't real, but I think it is. Like imagine that God sends you someone, right? And he knows my heart. He knows my heart. I can't wait to post a video telling you guys how me and my future husband met. Oh my god. Like it's gonna be so exciting. Anyways, um like I just know that I'ma meet that guy and I'ma look at him and I'm like God is gonna highlight him to me. There's gonna be like the light from the sky like <sighs> coming through the ceiling telling me that's that's my future husband. That's how crazy I want <laughs> Oh my god, I'm crazy. Anyways, I'm just joking. I'm just joking, guys. Like, I just know that if it's a God-sent man, like, he's going to make the effort. He's going to he's gonna just let me know 
that he is for me because God sent him. He's going to feel so confident. He know like God knows what type of man I want and what type of man I deserve and et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So that's that. Anyways, so past trauma and unfaithfulness. So that could be another reason why we're still single. Um, obviously, we go through experiences where it's like, oh, my God, like I was so good to that person for however many years and they cheated on me. Um and they did things that they weren't supposed to, and it hurt my feelings, and my self-esteem, you know, was so low that I just didn't feel worthy enough. Um, I felt like nobody cared. I felt like, you know, worthless, um, because people do feel like that when, you know, unfaithfulness happens, um, because it's like, okay, well, what what did that person have that I didn't have? You know, and you can have the prettiest body because I've seen so many girls, or I've heard so many girls like that get their body done. They have their lips done. They have Botox done. They have the, everything done, but yet they still get cheated on. And they look like the perfect Instagram models that everybody wants. And this one man has her, but he still cheats. I just, I just like... I be trying to wrap my head around it because I don't be understanding. Um, but the truth is that they're not happy with themselves. They're not happy in the relationship that they're in, but they're comfortable enough to just still stay. And the other person is like wanting that love so much and so like heavily, heavily, heavy, heavily, not heavenly, but heavily. Yeah um they they want that so much that it's just like they take hit after hit after hit and they think that it's like okay like he's gonna change he loves me he says he loves me and it's such a it's such a sad cycle that the one the enemy uses too that it actually works because of people women's or even men because men can this can happen to them too but their self-esteem is so low and their value it's like they don't see that they're worth so much more. So much more. But, yeah. So, why are we still single? Because of faith, unfaithfulness. And I'm going to get to the point. Just bear with me. But another one could be, like, culture. Culture, it's like, why am I single? Let's, for example. Why am I single? I'm single because, um, let's say that I am Indian. And my family and my culture in general just wants me to date in my culture. And there's nothing wrong with dating in your culture. But when your heart is like desiring somebody else from a different culture. And like your family and your friends and your actual culture is like kind of telling you like you either have to stay here or we don't want you. Like you either have to stay with us or if not you need to leave and, and you need to do life by yourself. That could be a reason why people are single. You know, there's so many different reasons. That's just like a, a, a clip of that. Like it could be Indian. It could be like Muslims. It could be like um, Mexicans. It could be like black people. Like there's so many different things that connect to like culture as to why we're single. Um, and I can test kind of testify to that because it's like, Culture-wise, I love, love, love being Puerto Rican. I love it so, so much. Before, I would be like, no, I, I only want to date Spanish men um, just because, like, I feel like our cultures, you know, correlate more. Uh, we can talk in Spanish, blah, 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 blah. 
But as the years went by, I was like, honestly, like, I don't care where the man comes from. I don't care if he speaks no Spanish at all and he doesn't know nothing about my culture. I'm going to teach that man how my culture does it. And he's going to teach me how his culture does it. And then we're going to grow stronger and love each other more and more and more. Rather than me sitting here like, oh no, like he's not Spanish. I can't talk to him or I don't like him because, you know, that was like, that was that okay. But that was my young mentality back then. I didn't think of it like, oh, I can teach him Spanish. I can teach him how to cook in Spanish, like Spanish food, I mean. Um, I can teach him how to do this and this and this and this. And he can do the same thing for me. And I just, like, love that growth about me because, like, I struggle with that a lot. I would be like, no, I'm not sitting here dating outside my culture. And then little did I know, I was literally, like, blocking my own blessing. I mean, I don't know what my future husband is going to be like, but I know that whatever God has in stock with for me, I'm going to be more than just content because, like, when we wait for him and we let him flow... Just know that beautiful good things are bound to happen. Beautiful good things are about to happen. It's like, um, hold on, let me move this real quick. This is, alright, so we're gonna look this up real quick. Hold on, I'm gonna, I should have my Bible over here. Give it one second. Sorry, guys. My Bible. She has a little bag. She's amazing. I love her. There's a pocket in the back. If you want me to give you the link and let me know. It's from Amazon. It's probably like $13. Um, and then she has pockets here. And then no pocket over here. Anyways. Alright, so we're going to go to Proverbs. Uh, I mean, actually, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's going to be Matthew. Matthew 631. Okay. Oop, my Bible's upside down. Alright, so open up your Bible. We're going to go to Matthew real quick. Matthew is part of the gospel, so is Mark. Um, Matthew, Luke, and John. And we're going to go to Matthew. We're going to go to Matthew 6. Okay. If somebody can read this out loud for me, that would be great. Say that, I'm kidding. Alright, so Matthew 6. 631. We're going to go to the next page. I'm going to pretend like I need this. Okay. Okay. Say so, no, I'm kidding. Okay. So it says, um, Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 says, So do not worry. Uh, do not worry. What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. So that right there. Each day has its own troubles on its own. There's been so many times where, like, I struggle with the the feeling of, you know, not enough. Like, 
I need somebody else there with me. I need that attention. I need to get that filled through one way or another. And this is just a perfect reminder. We have problems every single day that we have to, you know, go through these obstacles up and down. Like, there's always something. It's always something. My grandma will always say, siempre algo. Si no, una cosa, la otra. If it's not one thing, it's another. And it's so true because it's like this world that we have created, these politicians, these people in charge that just have made our life so much more difficult than we need to. Like, even back then, like, how old is the Bible? How old is the Bible? It goes back, back, back. And and it literally says each day has enough trouble of its own. Like, they knew that it was going to be hard. They knew. And, like, the word, that's why I love the word. That's why I love the word. Because it's just, like, it be so on point. We're sitting here worried about, you know, where's my future husband? Where's my future wife? Why are we still single? There are so many other things that God wants you to do before you get that future person. There's so many other things that he needs to work with and mold you into that person that you're meant to be. You can't sit here. Oh my God. I'm like getting fired up. You can't sit here and expect God to give you something when you're not even that person. Uh, Okay. You can't expect God to give you that person, that significant other, that lover that you want when you can't even be that person for yourself. Let alone love God for what he has given you. And let alone like trying to be there for someone when you can't even take care of your own. That's why relationships don't last. Because we're rushing into things. Because we're doing things out of our feelings. That temporary feeling. Those temptation. We're falling in love with potential. Potential is it's a fantasy. Okay, get over that. Social media, social media isn't real. Like, really get a hold of yourself, get a hold of your heart. Because what's out there, what God has planned for you, is so much bigger than what you could ever imagine. You you can't sit here and try to negotiate with God. You just can't, okay? (laughs) Oh my gosh, like, I just can't. And that's why, like, a commitment... Commitment's like such a big one in this in, in this uh, generation. There's so many people that want the the perks of being in a relationship, but they don't want to commit. It's like they want it from so many different people. They want the, all these different options. They want all these different men and women to just give them all this attention and just pour them and, and just fill up their their ego and their pride. Like, oh my god, it, it just gets me so angry so angry because we we miss the bigger picture we're here to serve others we're here to help one another through through our own journey and that's why i'm like so big on pouring into women and pouring just into people that need it let me just chill because (laughs) just people need it people need this love people need the attention in a positive good way and it just sucks how we have to sit here and just you have to sit here and just, I don't even know, like, go through all this pain, unnecessary pain, unnecessary struggles, just because, like, we want to feel our selfish needs. We want to feel our selfish needs, so we just create trauma for no reason, literally. We create unrealistic expectations for people when we can't even reach our own. Like, that. that's just, like, messed up. I do it too, though. <laughs> I do it too. I set these unrealistic expectations without even meaning to. 
without even trying to, I'm sitting here like, this person got to have this, and this person got to say this and that, blah, blah, blah. But little do we know that they're going through their own thing. You know, we expect men to sit here and bow down to us, give us money, take us everywhere, take care of us, blah, blah, blah. Yes, he will do that, but it's all a team. It's all a team. <clears throat> it starts with yourself, okay? A lot of women, or a lot of men, lack self-respect. And when it comes to lack of self-respect, we kind of just settle for whatever gives us more than what we're used to. Um, and it, uh, like I've said this before, it all goes back to like how we were raised and our parents. Um, because if, let's say for example, like I grew up in a toxic household where my parents were beating each other up, were doing drugs, were, you know, drinking, were bringing people in and out of the house. Some of that is kind of true for my testimony. I'm so glad I'm not in that no more. Um, but then there's other things where it's just like, I've never been through. But that's just an example. Um, so let's say that I did grow up in a household like that. So toxic, so like full of just hurt. What am I going to look up to? I'm going to be like, okay, mommy and daddy would drink all the time and would smoke all the time. So that must be normal. Mommy and daddy would fight all the time. And we would have to go get dad at the bar. And my mom would beat him up. So that looks normal to me because we just did it so often. Or what if, like, what if I seen my cousin did do something to my other little cousin and they just told me to keep my mouth shut and don't say nothing and then I think that that's normal. It just sucks. How, like, because our parents are so troubled, we get to a point where it's like, okay, they created all this love, I mean, all this hurt and all this traumatic experiences, and now I think that it's okay, and now when I grow up, it's like, I'm going to think that that's okay too. But that's when Jesus comes in. Jesus brings us people, Jesus brings us into different situations, and it's just like, oh wow, like... That's so beautiful. I want that. I want the best for myself. And then your mind starts to change. And you're like, okay, well, why did my parents act like that? And then you come to realize that it was a lack of self-respect, unrealistic expectations. They probably fell in love with the temptation and the feeling and the lustful desires. They fell in love with things that really didn't hold no value. Really didn't hold no value. And you just really have to sit here and think about like, am I worth more? Do I deserve more? Is this relationship cool? Or do I deserve better? Like, I don't know. If it's not valuable to you and you have that feeling already, let it go, sis. Brother, whoever's listening, let it go. That's not for you. That's just it. Point, period, blank. God didn't give you that sign. God didn't give you that confirmation. So, stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Our parents go through these traumatic experiences. We get used to it. We think that this is okay, so we take it from other people. And that's not how it should be. That's why I said, I am here to help you through your generational curse breaker. Because we're about to sit here and you're going to listen to me. 
And if you don't, it's okay. But if you do, then you're going to realize certain things that you're going to gain some wisdom. You're going to gain some knowledge. You're going to see like, oh, wow, like if Alondra, Alondra went through that, then I'm going to listen to her. So now it doesn't happen to me. And even if you are listening, like your life is already changing because you are listening to me because you took that initiative. So I'm very, so, so much proud of you. That was not proper English. Sorry, my Spanglish gets in the way. But I just I just know that we're meant for greatness and we just literally need to get out the way and just let God be. Just let him be. It's like literally drive your car, but sit in the passenger side and just let him drive the car. Let him take the wheel. Like I'm, I'm sure you guys all heard of that. Let him let, let God take the wheel. Jesus take the wheel. Okay, really? Let him. Let him. If you're so so big on it, Jesus take the wheel. So get out the way. Get out the way. Stop getting in the way for what he has planned for you. Stop trying to take control of situations. Just sit back and let it be. Not not literally, but like just ask him for advice. Go to him as if you were going to go to your friends. You know, singlehood is not easy, but he gives us the strength. He gives us the the desire to just want love from him. Being single is a blessing. It allows you to grow. It allows you to get to know yourself more. It allows you to give yourself more time with God. <clears throat> um, it allows you to just see life for what it truly is rather than giving all your time to another person. Um, but that brings me back to being single is a blessing because... There's so many good positive aspects to being single. One of them not having to check up on someone. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I I think I just need to get used to that if that was to happen again. But um so yeah, I think that those are some reasons why we are still single. But there's certain things that I do to kind of help that process of, you know, me staying single and whatnot. Um, this one that I'm about to say, this one tip that I'm going to say, does get me going. Like, I do cry when I start doing this. Just because, like, <clears throat> I know that what God has for me, it, it's so much bigger than I could ever imagine. So if I'm thinking about, like, oh, like, my future husband is going to pour me, I mean, like, how do I say this? Like, shower we, shower me with love. He's going to shower me with, like, care and nurture and vice versa. Um, I know that I just, I just trust God. I just trust him so much. And in a situation, I just say, okay, well, God got it. God will take care of it. And I know that he will take care of my future husband. And my first one is praying for my significant other. <clears throat> I, I I kid you not, like, probably a couple times during the week, I sit here and I'm like, I feel lonely. I don't have somebody physically here. Like, my love language. I don't even know if love language is, like, an actual, like, thing that Christians believe in. Um, so, if I'm wrong for this, let me know. If not, then, yeah. But my love language is physical touch. Like, even if I'm sitting next to someone and they're, like, right here, I'm like, okay, I'm so happy. 
Um, or if somebody is like next to me by the end of the bed, it's like, I just love you, you know, or by the couch or on the floor, you know, I'm just like happy somebody's there. So when I pray for my significant other and throughout the week, it's like I don't have that person physically. It, it just makes me get more emotional because I, I'm praying for someone that I one don't know. Or probably I do know them. I don't know. And, and two, it's just like, I'm caring for this person already. I, I want the best for them already without me, like, actually knowing who this person is. Um, Three, is like, I'm being selfless because I'm using that time to pray for someone I completely don't know at all. Again, and if I do know them, it's like, I'm praying for them because I want the best for them because I want them to come healed to me. And they're not going to be healed 100%. But there's a majority of it that's like, you know, we're, we're going to be good. Um, but praying for that significant other can break so many chain holds. Um, stronghold, I mean. Um, and, like, prayer goes such a long, long way. Like, I just, I just know that when I pray for someone, I genuinely, like, want the best for them. And that person that God has planned for me is going to make such an incredible impact in my life that that's how I know that God sent him. And he's going to stay for a long time because I'm not letting them go. I saw like Christian people be getting married so fast. Like, I think you're the one. We're going to stay together forever. And we're going to get married tomorrow. If not, we should have got married yesterday. Say, no, I'm kidding, but there's some people that are like that. God bless them. God bless them because <laughs> they know what's up. Um, but, yeah, so just making sure that you remember that their feelings matter. Um, stop feeling like everything is so, like it's about you. Stop making things about you. Um, and just realize that, like, this goes for a lot of women. Like, men's feelings matter, too. You might not look at it like that, like, oh, they're supposed to be stronger, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, culture, again, has this image on men. You know, they have to be so strong. They they shouldn't be crying. They shouldn't be doing, you know, things that girls do. But it's like, it's okay. Like, men have feelings too. They're just like us. Um, uh, Praying for yourself. Praying that you heal. Pray that you look at different perspectives, pray that you don't respond as fast with anger, pray over yourself as if you were praying for someone that needed saving to save their life. Um, I think that we forget to pray about ourselves or over ourselves just because we're so caught up with our own um, life and then others. And then I feel like I'm one of those where it's like, I pray so much over other people, but I don't pray a lot over myself. So that's something that I have to work on. Um, but we're getting there. Okay. God is my intercessor. So he's doing his thing up there. I, I know. I know. Cause I got that godly favor. Um, and yeah, and your toxic traits, there's things that I need to let go of that are not good. Um, there's things that like, let me see, like, I can't. Mm-hmm. like there's certain times where I react too fast in conversations and I'm like whoa that was aggressive or whoa that was offensive Alondra like why did you just say that and then like I do like 
hold myself accountable for it. I was like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry I said that. Like, that just came out out of nowhere. Um, but I, I'm still, like, pretty open to constructive criticism, um, which I wasn't before. And I think that was the reason why I did remain single for longer because, like, I would kind of come off as, like, very intimidating. Don't tell me what to do. You, you're not the boss of me. Um, you have no control over me. I do what I want. Like, yo hago lo que me da la gana. That was literally, like, on my forehead. You don't tell me what to do. I do whatever I want. And honestly, that I don't think that that's attracted to a man. Let a man take care of you. You know, be submissive to the right one, of course. Ask God to see if that's the right guy for you. <laughs> if you're, like, you know. Um... <laughs> Like I said earlier, it's like, how do you expect God to give you that significant other when you can't even set your own standard for them? It's like you're not ready for them, yet you want them to be ready for you. Like, make that make sense. So, yeah. Um, to go back to this real quick. Uh, let me see. Proverbs. Actually, let's go to Psalms 37.3. We're going to go to Psalms. Hopefully that doesn't turn off. But yeah, let's go to Psalms. Psalms is going to be in the middle of your Bible. Um, and we're going to go to chapter 37. Let's go over there. Okay, 37.3. Okay, so 37.3. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy the safe pasture um when like i read that obviously we're sitting here trusting god okay we're believing and and praying that he's going to find our significant other he knows our significant other even before we were born um and uh we're just gonna trust in him and we're just gonna wait on him and it says dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture um that safe pasture was highlighted to me uh just because when we follow God and we're obedient um, and we actually have the discernment and we actually listen to the discernment, um, we save ourselves from a lot of hurt and pain. Um, so when I read that, it says safe pasture. That that goes exactly for what he's trying to protect us from. So when we're obedient and we follow his word and we do as the word says, then we are keeping ourselves safe, you know, to our best ability. You know, um, he would rather you try than not try at all, you know. Um, so I, I just like love that. It says dwell on the land and enjoy safe pasture. He wants you to enjoy your singlehood. He wants you to enjoy this single time that you have. Because <coughs> in our reality, when this man or this woman of God comes, that's it. Your singlehood is done. Because if this is truly the man of God, like that God sent or that woman of God, you know, that was sent by God himself. There's no more singlehood for you. You're going to be with this person if God allows it and God willing. If that person is from you and God sent it, then you will be with that person till that do us apart in our hospital bed at like 80-something, 90-something, baby girl. So 
just just wait on it just wait on it enjoy it you don't have to check in with anybody you don't have to argue with nobody you don't have to do this you don't have to do that because you're waiting on that right person that is going to understand you is going to value you is going to put in effort and you're not going to have to try so hard into telling a man or woman how they should treat you or how they should be because they will already know they'll get to know you um so yeah okay um something that i did want to talk about um which i've been seeing on social media a lot is that proverbs woman i wouldn't be a proverbs woman i wouldn't be a proverbs woman and i think it's such a great idea so i wanted to mention it on my podcast today um because a a proverbs woman i wrote it down (laughs) A proverb woman is wise. She has a lot of wisdom. She has a lot of understanding. Um, she gets you. She gets you even when she doesn't want to get you. Okay? Like, she understands you. She's very hardworking. A proverb woman is very hardworking. Okay? She's productive. She gets what she needs to get done. And she's happy doing it. Okay, um, she is uh, reasonable, she is compassionate, uh, she's supportive, she is kind, she is nurturing, she, she knows how to nurture, um, she's valuable, she holds a lot of value, <clears throat> um, she's classy, um, she is uh, praiseworthy. She's praiseworthy, and you're going to feel it, and that's why you're going to pre- be praiseworthy towards her. Um, and she's also fruitful. When a woman of God gives you all of this, there's no way that if you are in your right state of mind, that they're going to juggle you. And I'm talking to you wise woman of God to make right decisions and be wise enough to be that reasonable person for yourself and be reasonable <clears throat> to understand like what I deserve is what God wants for me and I will not take anything less and I'm not saying you know say your standard like super high but once you give God more attention and you read more of the word, you, you'll understand and you'll see more for what God wants you to see. Um, so to back this up with our beautiful Bible, we're going to go to Proverbs. We're going to go to Proverbs 31. And we're just going to read a little clips of it. And I want you to just... Put a paper tag on this, put a napkin, put, you know, uh, a pen in here, something along those lines. And I want you to just keep reading the Proverbs 31 women. Okay? Um, this this chapter is beautiful because it kind of gives you a hint on how to be a godly woman. Um, it gives you a hint on how to follow God's word. <clears throat> by still like following his word and becoming 
that version of yourself that you've been craving, that you've been wanting. If you want that godly sent man, this would be like a perfect like here you go. Here here's the rundown, girl. Um so in that way when that godly man does come, then you're you're gonna you're gonna have a better chance, okay? Okay, cool. So we're gonna go to Proverbs chapter thirty one, verse twelve. Let's start with that one. And it says she brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. So a woman of God knows that bringing a man love nurture kindness um understanding uh showing him that she's valuable you know taking care of the family taking care of the house all of that it like he knows and he will see it so he's he's gonna be like oh my god this woman is a proverbs 31 woman um but a, a woman of God doesn't want no trouble, okay? She just wants to be kind, loving, nurturing, and all of those positive characteristics that a woman should have. Not whatever society wants you to have right now and be, like, so independent. I don't need a man. I could do this thing by myself. Like, la di la la No, no, no. That's, that's not what we want. We need a man. Man need a woman. Okay, cool. Um, then we're going to go to 15. <clears throat> we're going to go down a little bit. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her and her family and portions for her female servants. So she gets up while people are still sleeping. She gets up while people are, you know, just resting. She gets out of bed and she does what she needs to do because she knows what she needs to take care of. She knows that if she doesn't do it, then um, nobody else will. And I just think that that's so beautiful for a woman to be like, okay, let me get up before them because I do it. I'm that type of woman. I get up between 5 and 5.30. I do what I need to do before my babies wake up. There's times where I'm not like so perfect. But I still try my best, and that's all that matters. Just trying your best. Like, I'm still better than what I was yesterday, you know? But I also give myself grace because it's like, we're we're human. I'm not a superwoman. Sometimes I can be. But that's because, like, I set myself to, like, you know, have a schedule, standards, and all that. So I'm able to do that. But God is so beautiful. Like, God will literally sit here and, like, help you through it all. Um, even if you are tired, he's going to send the people to help you. Even if you need help with this, he's going to send, you know, the help that you need. Even when you think that he's not moving, he's moving. Just because you can't physically see it, that doesn't mean that he is not moving in the spiritual realm. Okay. Um, the other one is 26. And it says, she speaks with wisdom and faithful instructions is on her tongue. So when you speak from a wisdom perspective, like you have a lot of knowledge. You have a lot of so-called experience based on whatever it is. You have a lot of wisdom because you know the potential of what it can be or the versus the after. It's like you speak from a place of experience. You speak from a place of knowledge. You speak from a place of understanding. Um, so just just that right there she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue like a wise woman is such a powerful 
women that's full of authority. And I will kind of be afraid. I will kind of feel intimidated. But then again, I, I walk with confidence for me. You know, I might make other people feel uncomfortable because they don't have that confidence or that confidence that I do, you know. And I've had that happen before, um, even with men. Even with men. I'm a, I'll get into that another day. And then the last but not least is number 30. So... Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And that's that's where I'm going to end it at, because a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. She understands what it takes to be uh, um, under our Father, our Lord, Jesus Christ, God. Um, she understands that there is a greater you know, person with authority. So at some point, it's like she's going to walk with that authority and all these different positive things that God has poured into her. And honestly, we're all heirs of his kingdom. So we're bound to receive all these gifts and all these, like, blessings. <clears throat> we just always have to remember that even on our lonely days, when we do feel lonely and we know that something better is coming, but we just can't get past that, you know, lonely feeling. Just know that he's always there. He's always loving us. He's always caring for us. He's literally like not even, not even inches apart from us, feet apart from us. He's always so, so close to our hearts. And... You don't have to feel lonely. You don't have to feel like you are missing a piece of yourself. You don't have to feel like um, you're not worthy. You're you're so beautiful inside out, especially because you're listening to this right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> he loves you. He loves you so much. And he just wants you to know that your time is coming. Be still. Enjoy the waiting season. This waiting season is a little rough. I'm not even gonna lie. But I just I just know that these things happen for a reason and that we we just have to trust our God. Because he is a God of the impossible. He's a holy, holy, holy father. And we will wait here until it's our time. And we will get out of the way. Come on, let's pray together. Let's pray together to end this out, okay? Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Before we pray out, let's talk about uh, my announcements real quick because then we'll pray and then we'll peace out. Um, so reach groups. I start a reach group, which is so crazy because I literally like sat here and I said, <coughs> why am I doing this reach group? Nobody's going to join. Like, what if I just have one person and then we, we're just going to have to push them to another reach group and do it by myself? I mean, do do it with them. And my first ever member was a leader from church. And I was so shocked because I was like, this person wants to learn from me. This person wants to, you know, pick my brain and come to my house and do all these different things. And I'm just like, oh, I do me. Like, wow. Like, I feel so intimidated and whatnot. So I ended up talking to another leader and she was like, girl, like, why do you feel like this? this this is not okay like do you not know how much authority and just like 
how powerful you are and i'm just like ah i know but this is like a leader we're talking about and she's like girl don't worry about it so the next thing you know i had gone home and i made a post and the next thing you know i had five girls sign up so now i had six girls in total sign up and it wasn't even it wasn't even one in the morning yet then the next day i wake up in two more Okay, so now we're up to five, six, eight. And then my my first girl that I told you she was a leader, she was like, oh, my friend wants to sign up. So I was like, okay, cool. So let me just ask to make sure it's okay because that's a lot of girls. And I'm facilitating by myself. Um, normally, like, I'll have a co-facilitator and I think that I'm going to ask somebody. But, like, I just in case of an emergency, of course. And, um they we approved her so now it's a total of nine girls plus me is 10 and we start february 7th and it will be from like seven and seven at night to 8 30 p.m and we're gonna go through the bible engagement we're gonna talk about the bible his resurrection um and we're gonna get deep deep into the nitty-gritty i i really pray that the girls open up that the girls like see the worth in this and how much they can grow from it so i'm really really excited because like the perspectives are there like we're about to move we're about to move the spiritual realm is gonna do its thing and the holy spirit <laughs> i'm ready um and then the prayer request i had seen like two different prayer requests from the last two videos and i was just like or the last episode and i was just moved by them because like people come to me asking me for prayer that that's one because it's like wow you you want prayer from me and then two it's just like one of the prayer requests was like for confidence for boldness for motivation just to feel like better about herself and all that and then i'm just like you know you guys want me to pray for you and i love the idea of it but I, I just want you to know that I struggle with the same thing. Just because, like, I look confident and I look motivated and I look like I got the obedience and everything, I still struggle with those things. So you're not alone. So as much as I'm praying for you, I'm praying for myself. Listening and reading to your, like, prayer requests has helped me. So I, I just appreciate that you're being so open about it and, you know, you're being, like, uh... You're being vulnerable towards me. And I, I just love that. So keep, if you need prayer requests, let me know. There is a link in my bio. So you can click on there. It could be anonymous or it could have your name. It doesn't really matter. I'll still pray for you. Okay. I love, love, love praying for you guys. Okay. So yeah. Repeat after me. Okay. So just bear with me real quick. Okay. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for allowing me to listen today, yesterday, tomorrow. I pray that you continue to help me grow. I pray for clarity. I pray for understanding. I pray for wisdom, godly wisdom, that when things come up, you give me the authority, the power, and the discernment to proceed with the right decision based on what you would do father god i just thank you for sending alondra to be your vessel so she can help 
me help her. I thank you for the encouragement, the motivation that I have right now. And then I pray it continues to grow little by little, but by your will and by your side. I pray that you don't leave my side and I pray that you just create a fountain of your love, an overwhelming fountain of your love so I can continue to just want more and more and more. Father God, I know that you are love and that's why I want more of you and I want to continue to just grow in you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Guys, I'm working on my prayer life. I There's times where I'm just like, you know, I wish I can pray better. I wish I can pray so loud and boldly, blah, blah, blah. But then there's other leaders that be like, you know, like, he still hears your prayers. He knows that you're trying. He wants to hear your voice. He, he doesn't care about those fancy words and how loud you get. He just wants you to pray and talk to him and just be open. So... It is now an hour later. <laughs> oh my God. I love you guys so much. So, so much. I'm really excited for the next episode. The next episode is actually going to be in Spanish. Y se va a llamar. It's going to be called Por qué Dios? Why God? And it's going to talk about the when, the why, the how, and a lot of different emotions. So stay tuned. Um, be on the lookout. It's probably going to be out in a couple of days because I'm not trying to put it all together, but I want it to be... I wanted, to, I wanted it to be released last week, but I just didn't have time. And it's a lot. So, I got a Spanish Bible, so we're going to get into that. And we shall go from there. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys so much.